Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? Uh, you know me. Once upon a time, they said I was chilling. Yeah, it does seem to be once upon a time every time. Personally, I'm looking forward to this this episode. I've been looking forward to this movie all year. And I don't know about you, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And if so, you don't know what we're talking about, we are clearly talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep, it is the ninth Quentin Tarantino movie. The guy himself said apparently after 10 he is done directing, or at least directing his own movies. So we'll see how the next one is. But for now, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is really focused on two people. Uh, Rick Dalton, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, who is a Hollywood actor who is on the downside of his career in the late 1960s. And Cliff Booth, his errand boy slash stuntman, who is played by Brad Pitt. And basically the movie is well, just about them trying to live their life. We also have Margot Robbie as uh, Sharon Tate, and also includes actors such as Dakota Fanning, Luke Perry, Al Pacino's in it, Damian Lewis. If you don't someone... Oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's in it. So, pretty stacked cast for this movie. And I think we're going to cut off right here because this is one of those movies where you just need to spoil what you're going to talk about. Mike, what do you think about the movie? I thought the movie was really good. Definitely different than his other works. Like, it'd be hard to compare them. Mm -hmm. But overall, I'd say the movie, was it worked. A little bit too long, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And we won't compare him to the, his other movies in this episode. But from someone who has seen a few of his movies, it is very different from what he usually does. But yep. it works, I think, well. It works well for the most part. The, the writing in this is really good. Because at times, yes, it feels like nothing's happening. And at times, the plot can be slow. And at times, non-existent. But the actors' performances, along with the script, I could watch, you know, hours on end of Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt basically just talk to shit about what's what's happening in their lives. It's that good. But then also, the, everyone, all the performances, I thought, were pretty good as well. If I had to name a negative one, I think it would be Margot Robbie or Sharon Tate. Yeah, I mean, like, to me, I feel like she wasn't really needed at all other than to set up the plot point for the Manson family and to do kind of like an alternate reality type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Basically up until the, uh, she's only there to set up the end, but the beginning, the middle of the film where she first arrives, she go watch her own movie, gets a book. That stuff really isn't needed. No, like it's not important whatsoever to the plot. It's not. And yeah, look, Margot Robbie is a great actress, but now I don't know enough about Sharon Tate herself. I don't know if she played like this, but Mark Robbie just kind of played as the, uh, the happy-go-lucky, like, titsy girl, you know? Yeah. She's a little bit, like, not all there, but, you know, she seems nice. So it, the character wasn't that deep, but like you said, it's only there to set up the ending. But let's talk about, I think, the next point, because a lot of people watching these trailers, they're gonna think a lot of it's connected to the Manson murders, Mike, how connected is it really to the Manson murders? Uh, maybe about 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be a. I think that's a fair amount. Like they're they're in it, but it's not the whole theme of the movie. Like Charles Manson's in it for maybe, I don't know, fifteen to thirty seconds. He, yes, yeah, but um, again, for anyone who's seen the trailer, it, they really make it seem like uh, Charlie Manson is a main figure in this movie. He is in it one scene, and that's it. Yep. And one scene out of an almost three-hour movie. Yeah. No, but yeah, no. if we go into the themes about it, of the movie, and I keep bringing this up about the trailers, because the trailers make it seem like it is a stacked cast, and it is. However, for almost a three-hour movie, this movie really is the relationship, the, the friendship between Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth, and where are they going in their lives? Because with Rick Dalton not getting the major TV shows or a role in a movie or two here and there, he is running out of money at some point. He's being asked to go to Italy to make movies. And that's something he doesn't want to do because, you know, let's be honest, Hollywood is the place where stars go. If you commit yourself yeah. to Italy, it's like you're not a star. And then also, it's more about changing of the times as well. From 1969, uh, Quentin Tarantino has said this is basically a love letter to L.A. in the late 60s as he grew up as a kid. And I think you definitely see that with a lot of scenes of Brad Pitt just driving around in the car. Yeah. Like, they don't really serve a purpose, but if it's a homage, it's, you know, if it's to pay respect to that times, it makes more sense. I agree. I mean, I feel like... When it comes to this movie, if you're looking for a Tarantino action film, this definitely isn't it. No, it's not. Until the very like last, what, eight to ten minutes? I would say the last 20. You really think it was that long? I would say, yeah, I, I'm counting 20 because you have to include a bit of the setup. When they get, like, I would count from when Brad Pitt takes a cigarette and goes on a walk. From then on, if you're a Tarantino fan that loves the action, that's where you start. Because you need the setup. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about the ending. I loved the ending. I thought it was hilarious. I don't know about you from when you watched it, but the theater where I went to see it died laughing from. Yeah, it was easily the most comical bloodshed I've ever seen. It really is. And I didn't think that uh, I'd be saying this, but one of the best scenes in movies this year is a stoned Brad Pitt as a stuntman. Oh, yeah, sorry. It It was an asset cigarette, right? He was tripping on acid. Sorry. Trip, tripping on acid, Brad Pitt. Kicking the shit out of the Manson cult members. Not something I expected to say after seeing this movie. But here we are. That's actually the third Manson. Oh, damn. He really fucked them up. Yeah, the one guy at the ranch. Yep. Yeah, the one guy he, he beat at the ranch. That was a separate dude. For slicing a hole in his tire. And yep. beat the shit out of him. Then made him change the tire. Um, A little thing I want to throw out there. Sure. That in real life, the Manson family killed Sharon Tate. Yeah, um, yeah, we we have been talking about how it's an alternate uh, reality, like alternate version of the Manson. If you do not know who Sharon Tate is, this is based off real stuff. Again, 1969, uh, Sharon Tate and her friends in the house, they were murdered by the Manson cult. That's how Charlie Manson became famous, if you ever heard of him. So the alternate reality here is... Leonardo DiCaprio's character lives next door to Sharon Tate. And thanks to Mr. Rick Dalton being an asshole, they decided to kill him first. Except that turned out to be a big fucking mistake. Yeah, little did they know an acid trip Brad Pitt was waiting to uh-huh. take their and, goal. 
and his loyal badass dog. Oh yeah. Cannot forget that dog. Nope, that dog was the shit. And I think MVP goes to either the flamethrower or the can of dog food. I'm going to have to go with the can of dog food here. I've never seen someone's face get broken by a can of dog food before. I, know, I can see that. Remember the metal lunchboxes in the 60s, 70s? Maybe the can, the can of food there is a lot tougher. I mean, yeah, but I've listen, man, I just haven't seen it. We've seen people get torched the flamethrower before in movies, but yeah, I mean, that was that he was hilarious. chucked that shit right at her nose too. It was a great throw. Yeah. Her nose went. Some of her teeth were out. That was that was of course after he tasted the dog food. Well, like you said, you know, he he is tripping out. <laughs> that's that's a fact. He was uh, tripping pretty hard. Before we, I guess we go into any negatives we have in a movie. Mm-hmm. Overall, I did really like. The, at first, I didn't like the scenes as much, but the more I thought about it, I really enjoyed the part of the movie, like the beginning, middle, when Rick Dalton is on the TV set and he goes through like, yeah, you know, he's excited to be here, but then he fucks up his lines, and then he gives a great performance, and it's like the back and forth. It's like just straight up a day in the life of an actor. Yeah. Those scenes were really, really great. When he's yelling at himself, saying he's going to blow his brains out if he starts drinking again, two seconds later, cut to him drinking whiskey. <laughs> yeah, literally takes a sip out of his flask after he says he's not drinking, then throws it out the window because he realized that he was fucking drinking from the flask. Like, a lot of it is played off comedic, comedically, and it is funny, but the more you think about it, like, it really is sad, and you actually do feel for him a bit. Yeah. Because overall, like, Rick Dalton isn't a bad dude, so Grant Tarantino is able to make you feel bad for him. It's like, yeah, he's upset, you know, new hotshot Sharon Tate is living next to him, but, you know, he, he's not out to get her. He's not out to ruin anyone. He's just upset about his own mistakes, like the drinking. Yeah. And Cliff Booth, he's also made some mistakes, may or may not have killed his wife, but he seems uh, a lot more at peace. Yeah, because he's just chilling. He really is just chill. Like, this is Brad Pitt just chilling. It's a great performance. But it's just him being cool. I mean, really. Yeah. No, basically, like any other performance we've gotten from him. I mean, would you consider World War Z cool? I don't think he was, like, cool, calm, and collected there. Uh, he was still Brad Pitt. Okay, fair enough. Brad, Brad Pitt doesn't have a very wide range of acting. And I don't enjoy seeing him in films, because that's definitely not the case. But he's not the most versatile actor. He's not, but what he can do, he does it well. That's a fact. So, Mike, I'll pass it back to you. Do you have any negatives for the movie? Because right now, it is one of my more favorite movies of the year, but I don't think it's number one for a few reasons. Do you have anything to say about it? Yeah, I feel like the movie was just a hair too long. Like, mm-hmm. they could have saved time by cutting half of Margot Robbie's uh, scenes because they added nothing to the story whatsoever. Um, you could have cut down on a couple of Brad Pitt's driving scenes and you would have saved, honestly, about 30 minutes because I found myself sitting in the theater after watching about most of the movie. I was like, why Why is any of this important right now? No, you bring up a great point because that, that's why I brought up what Quentin Tarantino said, what part of it, why he made this movie partially. And I, yes, given that context, it makes sense. But you're also right. The driving scenes... It doesn't make sense. Yes, when he drives the girl to the ranch or when he picks up, you know, Rick Dalton, that makes sense. But with him driving around by himself, he could cut that down. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's basically the same negative I have is, yeah, what you just said. You cut out 
you cut down even Sharon Tate going and watch her own movie. It's like, let me go to the bookstore first. Then I'm going to walk to the movie theater. Then I'm going to go back and forth. Whether should I go see the movie? Then you got to go talk to the ticket girl. Then I got to take a picture. Then I go in and watch it. And then we watch a good part of that movie too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did find out something about that. When her, when she goes see her movie, the footage is the actual movie with Sharon Tate in it. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was pretty cool. But no, you could easily cut 20, 30 minutes off this movie, be just a little over two hours, and it would not affect the story at all. It wouldn't affect the characters at all. Nope. Besides that, though, I would have I would have preferred a couple more scenes with the other characters, because the guy they got for Bruce Lee was really, really good. I wouldn't mind another scene with him, or if the main scene was extended a bit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Kurt Russell again. I mean, he's play- basically playing Kurt Russell, but wouldn't mind another scene or two with him. But besides that, I don't really have any negatives. Just the length is an issue. Yeah, I'm kind of agreeing with you there. But I definitely think we will be talking about this movie uh, at the end of the year when we talk about our favorite movies. I feel this might be on our list. Maybe. We'll see. Ah, uh, Maybe. We we got a long year ahead of us. Oh, oh, we do. But we're a little over halfway now, so never too early to start thinking about it. I suppose. So... Mike, if anyone else has thoughts about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, maybe they thought it was not long enough. Where could they let us know? Well, as always, they have two options. You want to be nice and formal about it, send us a nice written professional email at entertainmentexpansionoutlook.com. Or if you don't want to be so formal, join the inner circle, hang out with the cool kids. Hop on down to our Instagram page, which is properly labeled Entertainment Expansion. And as always, we look forward from hearing from you. Yep. And you can also leave a comment on YouTube. This will most likely be one of those episodes that does get turned into one. So if that is the case, we will let you know about it. And you can always leave a subscribe, like, or comment. But besides that, that is it for another episode of Entertainment Expansion. As always, thank you for listening. And see you next week.